0: Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson here to tell you a little bit about adfreeshows.com. People often ask me, what exactly is AdFreeShows shows all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Not only do you get early ad-free access to all of my podcasts, starting at just $9, But you also get many of your other favorite wrestling podcasts, like Click This with Kevin Nash, Gentleman Villain with William Regal, Oh You Didn't Know with Brian James, and others. But yes, still just $9 a month. That's 14 podcasts in total every single week, early, with no ads. That's like 20 cents an episode. And yes, you can listen to them all directly through Apple Podcasts or through your regular podcast apps. How easy is that? Want some more cheese on that Whopper? AdFreeShows.com has literally tens of thousands of hours worth of bonus content, including fantastically popular series like Eric Fires Back, Idle Chase, and Strictly Business. And I don't know why this is a thing, but there's even more than 40 Ask Conrad episodes waiting for you at AdFreeShows.com. We've got monthly Zoom chats with all the podcast hosts, live watch-alongs with wrestling legends, and more. Come on now. See for yourself what thousands of other wrestling fans have already discovered that's adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling today. Check it out right now, adfreeshows.com. You'll be glad you did. It's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to To Be The Man, and of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer himself, and you already hear him, the nature boy. Rick, what's going on, man? How are you? Good morning, sir. Fine. How are you guys? Man, I'm pumped to be here with you. Of course, we are home stretching it for a big event this weekend. We're getting the whole band together for moneyformongo.com. We encourage everyone to go make a donation right now at moneyformongo.com, but we're doing a podcast super show. Look at that lineup. Throw it up there again, Steve. You got Jeff Jarrett, you got Ric Flair, you got Eric Bischoff, you got Jim Ross, you got Tony Schiavone and Mick Foley all together on the same stage at the same time. It's happening this Saturday on fight at 1230 central, one 30 Eastern. It's totally free. We encourage you to make a donation at money We're getting together for a great cause for a great man. Are we not Rick?
1: Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, as we speak, Mongo might be in the hospital. I'm waiting to hear. So this would be his, um, his third trip in the last five weeks, which is really really makes this thing even bigger because um, he's fought the fight of a lifetime. I don't know how much more he has in him, but we're sure thinking of him, and I think uh, I actually was hoping that get him to be able to come down to the event. He's, a, he's about a 40-minute ride, and they get him up, in, and they have a van, they drive him around, and so um, – not going to certainly advertise that but it's my dream i mean i'm going to do my best to try and make that happen of course Connor, i will talk about that during the week but um i i think it'd be great for everybody to see him i mean i know he'll smile he can't say anything of course but i think to see so many people um in this room that respect him will mean a lot to everybody
0: well it certainly mean mean a lot to him absolutely and um you know, listen, there's been, uh, I don't think enough people know enough about ALS and what a terrible disease it is oh. and how it's totally ravaged, uh, you know, a, a big time professional athlete, you know, and, and not just in professional wrestling, but for the Chicago bears. And I thought, you know what, man, we're going to be in Chicago. Let's let's do something nice.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a great idea.
0: I've been fortunate enough to speak to Misty a little bit and, and just understand, what their circumstance is with, you know, what, what insurance covers, what does not, what the NFL is helping with, what they're not. And the result is a five figure deficit every single month. So every little bit helps. Please consider going to money Um, whether you were, a, a a Mongo fan or not, you are, you are a professional wrestling fan by listening to this. And if you're like Rick and I, you're a big football fan too.
1: I got this from Mongo's best friend yesterday okay i will keep you updated he hasn't eaten in two days by the way it's misty's birthday on wednesday so we'll wish this drops tomorrow i'll be wishing misty a happy birthday god only knows she deserves everything in the world also this is so cool of Conrad because money goes straight to the family no one else uh, as it had before and uh that, without mentioning anybody's name it got distributed through somebody else so um um and then of course something really nice one to me but that's not the point conrad your idea you're the you're the home run right now so it's appreciated that's my Mo- that's mongo's best friend john
0: fight is covering all of the production costs on their end uh and, and obviously we're all paying our own travel into chicago and and, and 100 per- i'm explaining all that to say 100 of the money goes directly to mongo it never touches our account we never see it. We want all of it to go directly to Mongo. It's money for mongo.com. Uh, I hope you guys will check us out. I don't think this has ever happened before that collection of talent in the ring, because there is a wrestling show happening later that day on fight, the wrestling showcase. They're going to tape the ropes down for us, Rick, and we're all going to be in the ring together. And I hope that you can contain yourself being in there with Eric Bischoff because, uh, and Jeff Jarrett, I mean, he stabbed you in the head not too long ago. So i uh, listen. I'll be wearing a blade. Oh my God, <laughs> be taped up. just in case, right? Just hell in case. Yeah, hell yeah. In case well, that we wanted to give me a slam or something. Yeah. Just in case, uh, I, I, here's, here's what I hope though. I hope that we can uh, have cooler is heads. It an indep-
1: is it an independent show that day?
0: It is. Yes, sir. It's called wrestling showcase. They're going to do a tournament. Do Tony? No, no. Tony Khan is going to be taking over Chicago though. As folks are listening. Dynamite tonight rampage on Friday and their big pay-per-view on uh, Sunday. But Saturday, I think he's got the AEW fan fest happening. Uh, I think right across the street. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Fantastic. Okay. Good deal.
0: Well, here's the thing. I know for sure. We're all going to be in Chicago. We're all going to be hanging out and we're going to be looking for some fellowship opportunities. I want to be looking for some woo wings. I can't believe this is real, but you've got your very own virtual restaurant concept. It's now open. You can enjoy the legendary flavors and world championship wings yourself by ordering through Uber Eats or Postmates. Woo Wings is now open in Nashville, San Antonio, Jacksonville, Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, and more locations coming every single week. As a virtual restaurant, Woo Wings is looking to partner with existing restaurants in major metro areas. Tell your favorite sports bar or local restaurant you want Woo Wings in your town and to visit rickflairwings.com for more information on how to become a partner. But if you're in Nashville or San Antonio or Jacksonville or Huntsville or Tuscaloosa, just hop on Uber eats or postmates and look for the woo wings. I'm telling you, these are the only chicken they'll wings There'll be, in, they'll be in ten restaurants
1: in Florida by the end of the month.
0: Can't wait, man. Listen, and, the- and by
1: the way, I just want to explain something to you. That puts a lot of, a lot, I know this, put, this will be very taxing and a lot of pressure on you from my daughter, but on the third will be the third day of the first month. Of fifty years of flare. How
0: about because that? On
1: the twenty-fifth of September will be fifty years since I first walked in the camp. December tenth is my first match, but getting to there and having it was a lot easier than getting to it for three months with Verdaguer. Good lord! So fifty years of flare when I arrive at the. Right, Regency won't say
2: will
1: <laughs> plug the destination or location, but it'll be the high nature boy Conrad Thompson looking at all the way you look styling and profiling.
0: Woo! It, man! We've got some big plans coming up. Stay tuned. Fifty years of flare—you'll probably be hearing that a lot more as we get closer to the end of the year. Uh, but today we're going to talk about something that happened 30 years ago. Uh, I think everybody remembers your, your most famous WWF title. win. you won the Royal rumble in 1992, we covered that earlier this year in the archives, but you won it again in 1992, September 1st, 1992. So we're right upon that anniversary as well. And of course, everybody recalls your uh, co-main event, if you will, at WrestleMania eight with you and the macho man. But the next pay-per-view that was after that was over in London. Uh for SummerSlam and 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 what a big match that was. We just passed that 30th anniversary of SummerSlam 92 over at the Wembley Arena or Wembley Stadium. You didn't have a match there, but you were still there and strutting and 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 wearing the robe and looking as only you can look
1: and a $3,000 bar tab.
0: Why didn't you have a match there, do you know? Um you know, I've
1: I read the notes yesterday and I that was that that whole thing in her she going getting back to answer I can't remember why I didn't have a match. I just don't think there was a a match available for me at that point. Uh, and I don't know what the inner workings may have been that um they just weren't getting along with the warrior. I, I don't know for sure what, what happened. Um
0: on that show, I just, just for I, context. I,
1: I just know that I wanna say this at the start of this. Um I don't think Randy in the end, played out during this conversation ever, ever, ever until the day he died, got over Liz. Yeah, And he had remarried obviously. And I understand he was very happy prior to the car wreck and the heart attack and all that. But I don't think while I knew Randy and while we were in the business, he ever got over Liz and, and that's a very fair take on my part. Cause I worked with him during before and after.
0: Did you have conversations with him about Liz, or did he play it all close? Um, to you?
1: I, I did. It, I did. It, of course, when we were working together in the nineties, but not later on. I mean, you know, Randy, it, it, the the Randy Savage that I worked with in the nineties, and the Randy that came to WCW with two different people, right? He was forty pounds heavier. He just wasn't the same guy. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and I know that you know he looked great. I, I'm not not taking anything away from his look and it was you know, guys have gotten bigger, but he was probably thirty five pounds, at least heavier than he was in the nineties. Like when he wrestled uh or that might have been the eighties when he wrestled steamboat, whatever. Yeah. Whatever when they had that classic at WrestleMania. Um he just wasn't the same guy. And um and I don't think um I, I just think that the, the the he loved her so much and you know, I really felt bad for him on a personal note when when she came back at WCW. She married a lawyer for a while in Fort Lauderdale, and then like so many of us that have been on the road just got tired of that life. And then she showed up with Lex, and then uh, I can't imagine how hard that was for Randy to go to work every day. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Love of your life. You got to look at her every day with somebody else. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. It had to be. So
0: well, it still, it feels uh awkward to even try to talk about wrestling, but uh that's what we're here for today. And at SummerSlam ninety two, Randy Savage found himself standing across the ring from the Ultimate Warrior. And that was sort of the, the marquee main event, of course, locally, and, and, and the match people still talk about to this day is Red Bret Hart and Bulldog. British Bulldog in the in the in the last match that went out that night but you become a big part of this Randy Savage ultimate warrior storyline. You're trying to sow some distrust between the two of them. And of course, Randy Savage has the world title and your, your cohort. And all of this is Mr. Perfect. Um, did you think the, the ultimate goal would be you working with the ultimate warrior on a regular basis? I mean, he had been, you know, to the top of the mountain in the WWF marketing machine, um, but it wasn't going to be a rick flair style match especially compared to what you could probably do with randy savage is that fair to say
1: yes yeah I, that's more than fair to say but um i only i only got to work with the warrior twice and you know once it was just terrible in winnipeg and phoenix i think phoenix was better but you know i it, it, it got he obviously was a, an accident and it happens all the time my head a little bit, or I landed, low, I landed wrong, let's put it like that. He didn't drop me intentionally by any means. But I landed, and that's when I got the, uh, equal, the inner ear problem that I had for about eight months. And that's why I flew over to drop the title of Brett the next day And what was a half-ass match compared to what could have been had my equilibrium been better.
0: Let's talk about some of the tapings that are going to happen after SummerSlam.
1: Yeah, how about me and Can I just be? How about me and Bret Hart this weekend, right? I mean, I, I took a picture. And I just I was thinking to myself, we used to call each other everything in the world for thirty years, and now we're like best friends. And that's the way it should be. Well, the business can make it. The, the business makes us all a dick sometime, one time or another. You know what I mean? We just get. You, it's now with social media it makes it makes it even worse <laughs> you know what i mean i i, I just you regret you just look back and regret things you said or even thought about because it makes the you note know, at the end of the day what what did you gain by it what, what a moment of satisfaction i mean it just it's ridiculous but I, I had a great time with brett this weekend and uh ryan fitterman and that autograph signing was great some phenomenal people byron scott ice man was there i mean just I, I had a great time and of course on my first time with the queen so great weekend there i didn't mean to change the subject i just had to bring up brett because of, he and bulldog i told brett when i saw him back at the hotel that night i said if i could know if i couldn't if i knew you could work that good brother i would have been knocking on your door a long time ago they had a hell of a match Yeah, other did. Yeah. I just didn't, I had never seen Brett work a couple of times. I mean, if I did, I wasn't paying attention.
0: Yeah.
1: He, he, he was a phenomenal performer.
0: Uh, did you meet Brett at the, uh, the Fitterman signing this past weekend in Texas? Yeah. Was he there as well? Is that the deal? Oh okay. yeah. I took a picture. I put up, uh, yeah, I, saw I, did, it, I just didn't know if it was also at Fitterman's thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was there. Absolutely. And he going, he went home that night. Of course I stayed and much to my dismay went out again. Oh, I surprise. Had before just got to learn how to go to bed, Conrad. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Last night I had to stay up and watch Serena. (laughs) Hey,
0: you know, since we're talking about, uh, you know, most recent topics, there's been some, uh, speculation online that perhaps, uh, they're, they're thinking about bringing Braun Strowman back into the fold for WWE. Did you spend any time with Braun? What's your feelings on Braun Strowman as a WWE player again?
1: Well, I like Braun a lot. I haven't spent any time with I've seen him once or twice. I think I saw him at uh, WrestleCon, but I haven't spent any time with all of them since, um, since he left. Um, we're kind of working on a project together that hasn't really come to fruition yet. Um, it's a promotional scheme that somebody brought to me. that it, It's legitimate, but we just haven't gone to work on it yet, so I don't know. You'll probably have to make a decision whether it wants to do that. Cause it potentially could be very lucrative or go back to the WWE, but I like Ron a lot personally.
0: Lots of, uh, chatter on uh, Twitter this week about the, um, the Seth Rollins, uh, fight and, and, and big promo that he had with Matt riddle riddle, no longer just called riddle. Now he's Matt riddle. He's got that name back. It feels as if there's an edge of realism here. Did you see the fight? Did you? Hear the promo, what do you think of what Hunter's doing with, uh, maybe this fresh paint, fresh paint of coat here as Bruce would call it.
1: Well, I, I think I mean, I'm, I'm, a big fan of Matt Riddle and I think, you know, Seth Rollins is, is, is a really good worker. Um, uh, the fight, I don't know. I didn't, what'd you think of it? <laughs> you know what I think? I think, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's too many punches too fast and i think that when they do that man you got to make sure everything looks good matt riddle is a former mma yeah guy. i mean a ufc guy right mm-hmm. so you know i just i i just know that riddle's legitimately tough and if you look at it, it just it's it, it's like these guys that do these hockey fights what they call them right where they're but in hockey they're really hitting the they're knocking the shit out of each other you know I thought it was okay uh apparently the fans liked it because it got a pretty good rating i think anything that they can do to promote matt riddle's career uh, i mean i really liked him i like him a lot he really likes the business and is respectful as hell
0: the uh the chatter online is it feels a little more realistic you know you saw seth rollins have some some comments about matt riddle's real life uh referencing a divorce and some children and and you saw Riddle drop an f bombs that were blurred out and censored on Monday Night Raw. That's <coughs> definitely a departure from the more PG presentation we had not too long ago. Do you think wrestling in 2022 needs an edge like that?
1: Um. Well, you know, I feel about the personal things. I mean, I mean, Eric used to say stuff about me, bring up my personal life. I mean, right? And I, I didn't like it then. I mean. And knowing full well that Matt Riddle could beat the shit out of Seth Rollins, I don't like it <laughs> because if if, it went, if they went went backstage, you and I both know what would happen. Yeah, hell, Ma- Matt Riddle's not afraid of Brock. Right. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> so I don't know about I don't know how I feel about this personal comments. I never liked the stuff that they did with Jeff Hardy. Didn't care about that at all. You know what I mean? What what did, what did he accomplish by discussing all that?
0: Well, I think it's the, probably the suspension of disbelief. You know, we tried to do a little bit of that with your yeah, last. You, match you, you
1: see enough about it on social media. Why reinforce it on a tel- on the television
0: program. Fair enough. I
1: mean, that's just, my take on it. I, I'm not saying I'm right. Yeah. But. You know, I, I just think when you start talking about personal things, you know, with the idea that you're, you know, <laughs> the writers are shooting, you over know, writing it down or not. They're not, does that make sense? Yeah. It, it's still, it, you know, I'm just not crazy about it. I, I think that, I think the reason that guys like me and Brett and people like that are making a lot of money and, and are fortunate enough to make a lot of money is because wrestling was different back then. We didn't have to take shot, shots like that. We, we did with each other but right. we were prepared to fight each other at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. It never happened. I mean, what would you, and I know you're a big fan of the guy. Do you think that Matt, do you think that they could pay Seth enough money to say something about Harley Race's personal life on the same show?
0: I mean, you know, listen, I, I, I do I'm think. Asking,
1: that, I'm asking you a question or blackjack yeah. Mulligan
0: or Dick Slater. <laughs> yeah, it was a different time. That's for sure.
1: It's a different time, yeah. I mean, and yeah. I, it's, it's like I I get it, but I don't get. It. I mean, I, you just ask my opinion. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like anything but family or things right. that are actually happening in your life that are hurtful to your kid. Yeah, their kids got to hear that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got little kids hearing that stuff. Why? Right. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I mean. Let's talk about, uh, something else that's recent that we haven't really talked about a lot lately. You referenced her earlier, the queen, you had your first photo op, big time photo op with you and Charlotte flair. And we haven't seen her on TV in a while. How's the queen doing these days?
1: She looks phenomenal. I think, um, they're just waiting. I I don't even, I don't begin to know what's going on. Uh, and don't even want to speculate. I just think that they're. Um, waiting for the opportune time for her to come back.
0: It's going to be fun, man. I can't wait to see. um... Uh, I mean,
1: there's so, there's so many, um, I saw uh, live with there this weekend. Natty was there and, uh, um, I I talked with Natty a little bit and Natty, you know, kind of implied too that she just needs to take her time and, and then I'm sure that they'll plug her in the right and there's all kinds of new stuff for her to do, which I like. You know what I mean? I I know she wrestled Liv a long time ago, but that's a new opportunity. Yeah. Um, The new girls that have come along, I mean, they're all good. And and some of them will be great someday. But, you know, you got to start somewhere. And I just think that um, when she comes back, it'll be huge for her. And I think it'll be huge for the company because she does does have a lot of impact. Out of sight, out of mind is not always the case. No, it is not Sometimes absence makes a hair grow Let's, uh,
0: let's talk about, uh, the other channel, since we're talking about current stuff this past week, we saw the unification bout with CM punk. Who was crowned the world champ in may over on the AEW side of things. And the interim champ, John Moxley went head to head title for title. And I don't think a lot of folks would have called it. It was a short affair and Moxley walked out with both belts. Yeah, what do you think of the presentation, and and what do you expect this weekend? I
1: I I was I was totally shocked. I didn't know it, and I don't know. I'm asking you now: is is uh, is Punk hurt?
0: Well, I think it's a storyline injury. I don't know for sure, but uh, as far as I know, I think that's going to be the main event this Sunday. But uh, oh,
1: okay, I I wasn't sure. I'm I'm not plugged in that much, and I haven't asked. Um, but uh, they they got a rating. That's what matters. And they got, yeah. uh, you know, I think they're they went over a million viewers. And that's, that's got to make Tony happy and got to make the guys that were involved in the show happy. Because, you know, every, all about the rating guys, everybody knows what everybody makes and all that. But boy, if you're in it and the rating's no good, then, you know, it's once again, you're, you're your bombarded by social media. So I don't, they got a rating. It was pretty, it was pretty, ac- it was pretty uh, you know, pretty aggressive. And I, I, I'm a big fan of John Moxley. I don't know punk that well, but I thought they did great, but, and I, and it, and it caught me up totally off guard.
0: One more thing we'll talk about in current stuff. Then we'll get back to Randy Savage. There was a bit of a debate over the weekend. I don't know that you saw it. Um, but there was a tweet that came out that got everybody talking and it was from an account that really nobody had, I wasn't on my radar before, but boy, everybody was paying attention after talking about uh wrestling banana. And they made a, a comment or an observation about how things had been evolving in, in, in wrestling in the last few months for Will Ospreay. Uh here's the tweet from at WrestleBanana. Will Osprey has had more five star matches in one month than CM Punk, John Cena, and Kurt Angle have had combined in their entire career. The idea being that over the last month, Will Ospreay's had four five star matches. Meanwhile, Punk Cena and Angle collectively have three. And it didn't take too long before Kevin Nash, a WWE hall of famer found this tweet and responded "How's his merchandise sales. And that sort of brought it all back to business. And you were a guy who had just as many five-star matches as maybe anybody in history and, you know, have a, a, an award for the wrestler of the year named after you in the wrestling observer. So you received a ton of critical praise, but Kevin Nash brought it back to be not about the critics, but about the fans and about the money and asked how's this merchandise sales. And it created a little bit of a debate this week on my world with myself and Jeff Jarrett, what would you rather be underrated or overpaid? Do you want to be a critical success or do you want to be a financial success? And you probably had to balance that a few times in your career because you knew you could have better matches with in, in the Crockett organization than maybe the WWF, but. Perhaps the WWF would have made you a bigger star. Where do you land on this debate?
1: Well, um, I guess at the end of the day, of, if, if, if Kevin's implying that, in other words, he's he's had great, but he's not he's not selling merchandise. Is that what Kevin's implying?
0: I think the implication is: Are you over with the critics, or are you over with the fans? The idea being, the, the fans being the merchandise. The fans being the merchandise because I think it's probably, I mean, I don't think I'm speaking out of school here. Roman reigns is probably the biggest star in wrestling today. And he probably makes the most money and probably sells the most merch and all that sort of thing. However, will Ospreay. A lot of people would argue is the best wrestler in the world today. And he has the best quality matches and certainly the, the most critical success. But as I pointed out to Jeff, I don't know that will Ospreay would swap places with Roman reigns and vice versa. I don't know that Roman Reigns values being a critical success as much as you know over with the fans. Well, and I, make- I can
1: assure you, that Will Osprey would trade places with Roman Reigns.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: With that contract and that income, and, not, and now I think he has the the, the flexibility of working part time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And and I'm I'm assuming like you are that he sells the most merchandise. Uh, I'm pretty sure Will would take that would would talk, would flip that coin. Um. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. There's a lot of guys that are really, really good performers. And, yes. And, and you're right. They don't sell merchandise because they haven't been around long enough to do it. Does that make sense? hmm I mean, a month ago, I didn't know who Will Ospreay was. And that's no offense to him. I just didn't know who it was. Right. And now because of all this he's getting, I mean, now, I'm, now I make it a point to watch him.
0: But How about that change with uh, Phoenix last week, him uh, and Phoenix on Dynamite. That segment they had last week on Dynamite was outstanding, was it not?
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm um, prior to that. I'm saying I didn't like two months ago. I didn't know who he was, right? So I certainly wouldn't have bought a T-shirt. Um, and for me, and I think in Kevin's and Blindness too, it takes a very strong gimmick. It it it's it, in, in the imagination and the creation and the creativity that goes behind the T-shirt or the marketing scheme, and you know, I, very few people are ever going to have the genius of the WWE, meaning the company and whoever does that, to replicate that kind of merchandise. Does that make sense? It does. I um. No, um, no, I I heard that CM Punk was selling a ton of merchandise when he came. Oh now. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. But is it, does he still,
0: I'm not sure, but I know that he set an all-time record when he returned and he's been a merchandise monster. But again, I think the implication there in the original tweet was while CM punk may be a huge critical success, much like, you know, Kurt angle was. And, 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 and even John Cena was, they, they had a larger fan base. They were quote unquote more over with the mainstream, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, meanwhile. Will Osprey has been, you know, making his living on the other side of the world. And, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but how old is Will? Uh, that's a great question. Let me look that up. I don't think he's quite thirty yet. Let me see. Well, he's got plenty of time then. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean if, if he continues uh
0: He's twenty nine years. Talk.
1: I haven't heard him make an interview yet. So um you know, there's a lot of factors that go into selling merchandise, but The biggest factor is having some kind of a gimmick or a you know it's not just about having great matches Um, i mean speaking for myself i never sold a lot of merchandise i never really had a chance to with wcw obviously um but i mean i get a decent royalty check but i mean some guys can like i'm sure punk can could retire on his royalty
0: checks to me the the will osprey thing the reason i brought it up to you is for years and years you were regarded as the best wrestler in the world and there was very little debate about that it was almost accepted as a universal fact but it was also accepted that hulk hogan was probably a bigger star in the age absolutely 80s. Um, absolutely and and i think kevin nash was bringing it back to hey who would you rather be the critic's favorite or the fan favorite yeah and i understand
1: um, that really well, Kevin's a very smart guy. I mean, I, everything, everything comp, uh, that Kevin comments on, I mean, I, I you put a lot of thought into it. Kevin, Kevin is a, like an intellect. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, he, I mean, when I'm with Kevin, I spend more time talking about LeBron James than I do wrestling. Yeah. I mean, we don't even talk about wrestling. We just talk about sports, especially with football coming up and the University of Tennessee sucking it as usual
0: a terrible a terrible <laughs> let's uh, let's get back on track and talk about uh the WWF Where they have
1: Alabama playing Saturday but who are they playing
0: uh Utah Florida, State Florida A&D or what uh, and you know what here's the deal your granddaughter is going there so i won't have well, you get on who this are they prayer
1: playing prayer. Florida a and E or D or C or what
0: Utah are State playing,
1: are they playing a D2 team or what
0: they're going to win by a thousand
1: who are they playing Utah State. Oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, kind of a schedule is that down there? They having it at Tuscaloosa?
0: It's going to be tight. Yeah, it's at Tuscaloosa.
1: How do you like Notre Dame? How do you like Notre Dame and Ohio State?
0: Uh, I I hope they both lose. I hope they find a way <laughs> to both lose. If we get not a dot, not a tie but a double loss, that'd
1: be great. No, you know, I I I hope Ohio State falls all over the place. I can't stand those.
0: I hate Ohio State, and but I I would like for them. Anytime Notre Dame does poorly, I get to fuck with Mark Carano and that makes me happy
1: <laughs> uh, that makes, oh, me happy. he'll be whining. And then, uh, what do you think about Oregon and Georgia?
0: Georgia's going to blow the doors off Oregon. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, let's get back to, let's get back to something. We know something about here. Cause my Michigan team is going to win it all.
0: <laughs> well, here's what we can debate all day long. Football, wrestling, et cetera, et cetera. We can't debate RecTech, an amazing company that offers wood pellet grills fueled by all natural hardwood pellets. I got to tell you guys, I've had a gas grill. I've had the messy charcoal grill, but the RecTech is beyond compare. They've got grills ranging for just $399. They've got grills for every lifestyle and every budget. With a key focus on flavor, convenience, and versatility. Their factory direct pricing eliminates the middleman, and all grills ship for free. Plus, Rectech pellet grills are made with high quality stainless steel and built to last a lifetime. Rectech's flagship model, the RT700, comes with a 40 pound pellet hopper, 702 square inches of cooking space, and the PID Wi Fi controller, plus a six year bumper to bumper warranty. You can bake, smoke, sear, grill, even dehydrate on the grill, all with the push of a button. And that's why those in the know choose Rectech. So toss aside that that tasteless gas grill, get rid of that old messy charcoal grill, and join an elite wood pellet grilling family by focusing on flavor, convenience, and versatility. Rectech really has set the new standard in grilling. So visit Rectech.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. And use the promo code Nature Boy5 to say five percent off site wide. That's five percent off their top-notch wood pellet grills, they're one-of-a-kind icer coolers, the rubs, the sauces, the accessories, the merchandise. Everything's five percent off when you go to rectech.com and use the promo code Nature Boy5. You know what, man? Let's watch the match. We're at that point in the show. I think it's time for us to watch a little wrestling. We've got your whole match here from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh now, just God. remind everybody. You know-
1: I didn't dive in a vat of chocolate. I dove in a vat of vodka after that match (laughs) 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 at the Hershey hotel.
0: (laughs) This is quite a story. We're going to get into it. Uh, Steve, let's roll that footage and uh, we can, we can do it without the audio to start. I
1: hope they lost that in the archives.
0: (laughs) They did not lose it in the archives. So here you are in the purple robe, Mr. Perfect in tow. And, uh, you're, you're working house shows on the way here in Auburn Hills, Denver. I mean, even after WrestleMania, you're continually working with Randy Savage. Did he have, did you guys have good chemistry together?
1: Um, yeah, I thought we did, but it was never the same without after Liz is all after Liz. Right. I just don't think, um, um, I think we had average chemistry, but you know, I, I don't again, I hate talking about, I, I'm not, not, I'm not knocking Randy. I'm, I'm saying something that I think it happens in real life. When you lose a partner that is so important to you and been so much to you personally, I don't think you you recover from that. And by this time, Randy had amassed a fortune. I don't even know if he even cared. Does that make sense? Yeah. Ran- Randy was very financially successful.
0: I think, uh, somewhere over this summer is where you were negotiating with bill Watts about returning the big gold belt. Uh, what do you remember about your conversations with bill about that championship?
1: Well, I just, I explained to him the format, which he understood and that they hadn't paid me interest or even paid me back a $25,000 deposit. That's why I didn't give it to him. Right. It could have been resolved easy. I would have never left with it, but being, I knew once they had it, that Herd would never pay me. yeah. yeah I mean, once again, they did, did heard show up for our potential debate. No,
0: of course not.
1: He's, he does not want anything to do with me when are talking about what he's doing in my
0: career. See Savage here limping in. Uh, what do you think of the, uh, the presentation of the old WWF ring, the red, white, and blue.
1: Um, I liked it. I mean, it's America.
0: Did you have a preference between ropes and cables? I like ropes. Okay. Why do you like ropes better? Um, I just feel
1: like they have more give. Yeah. You know, actually, you know, I, I um, I just liked the, the WCW rings better. Cause they
0: were smaller. I say rings
1: are four feet longer each way.
0: So you like a WCW ring, but the WWF ropes.
1: No, no. I'm not saying I preferred the WCW ring, the NWA size
0: ring. I got you. Around this same time, we would see uh, Pat Patterson return to the WWF. Were you happy mm-hmm. to see Pat back on the roster?
1: Yeah, I've always liked Pat.
0: Not too long after SummerSlam, Bruce Pritchard came back as well. And I think that would have really been the first time you would have probably worked with him outside of maybe an appearance for the Bosch territory here or there, right? Yeah, first time.
1: Yeah, but Bruce and I have been friends for a long time. I mean, it's hard to believe how long Bruce and I have been friends yeah i mean this goes we go back to the god the 80s how how old is bruce
0: now uh 57 i think how old I think he's 57 let me double
1: check 50s age is the kid
0: yeah oh he's 59 okay boy time flies
1: so he probably was 18 years old when he started with paul bosch
0: Let's, uh, as we're watching a pretty good match here, we're, we're doing a lot of psychology, of course, because Randy Savage is going to come out limping here and it's a big part of the match. You're leg diving him going after that leg. And even when he's just standing in the corner, he's selling it. And of course we know what the finish is going to be. There's going to be a figure four involved and that really works for telling a story. Um, what we're watching here is maybe one of the most infamous matches of your career because. I think it's the only time anyone ever told you to go do it over. Right? Absolutely. Meltzer would write this after several squash matches had taken place. Flair and savage were sent to the ring again and did a 25 minute match with savage selling the injured knee a lot more and Mr. Perfect freely interfering. Razor Ramon came to ringside and gave savage a hard kick to the knee before walking back to the dressing room. Flair put the figure four on and savage held on for two minutes before the three count after the match Ramona attacked Savage's knee and the ultimate warrior had to help Savage to the back. So clearly we're trying to set up the whole survivor series thing, but the redo of the match less than ideal, uh, is that the most frustrated you've been as far as a wrestling match?
1: Well, the number one, I, the crowd didn't give a damn. I mean we were just' getting no crowd response and, and that happens sometimes when you go on a TV taping and you're later in a show mm-hmm. but it just um you know I just think there's probably a little bit too much outside interference there does that make sense for your yes you know you know we we've learned now that you can you go reach for a guy maybe one time during a match and um if you if you if you keep doing it over and over again the referee doesn't catch it then the people just go what the heck i mean it's too much does that make
0: sense it does i i think the original report about the first version of the match which we're not looking at here
1: see but- this let be like the fourth time or fifth time that that kurt's there you know as you, you learn as a manager that if you if you're involved so much it takes away from the match yes and, and kurt wasn't trained to be a manager by any means he's a great worker but you know with heenan he needed to stay in one place, right? Cornet stayed in one place. And if he was involved in something, he moved out of place once or twice. You can't, you know, it's like two guys wrestling one and like the referee is, you know, just in a bad position. Does that make sense to you?
0: Yeah. Mel's would say the first match, actually the match where the title was supposed to change hands turned into an abortive contest in 12 minutes. And because Vince McMahon was unhappy with what was going on, he sent Bobby Heenan out who signaled to referee Earl Hebner and everyone went to the back dressing room and the ring announcer, Howard Finkel announced quote, the match will resume as soon as the referee regains control. So I'm curious when you come to the back, he didn't like all the
1: interference. I got you. You see what I'm saying? It's two against one. Yeah. He was furious about it. But, but Kurt was just doing what he thought was, nothing Kurt did wrong. It's just one of those situations. I mean, at the end of the night, I just don't think that people cared. And I don't think Randy wanted to lose the belt. (laughs) Right. You You know what I'm saying?
0: Do you think they didn't care because you weren't, um, a, a WWF traditionalist? They didn't have a reason to hate you. You, uh, you weren't this big hulking monster that they were used to seeing in the heel position. No, no,
1: I just, I just don't think he wants what who wants who does who wants to lose the title belt. You lose, I mean. You're,
0: no, I mean in terms of the fans. Why don't you think it was connecting with the fans?
1: Oh, I don't know. I mean, if I'm a fan and I'm watching this, there's so much outside interference. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the mechanics of the match, it's not that bad. But I, nobody was budging.
0: There's only one chair. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so is this uh, obviously? This is the more disappointing of the two. You had two WWF title runs. Nothing can compare with the Royal Rumble '92. But is there another world title win that you remember disappointing you as much as this one? Because this should have been a big damn day. Um.
1: Well, it was still a big day, but just, it, it just you. Know, you if you're a guy like me, you want the match to be perfect, and they're right. not all going to be perfect. No pun intended with Kurt there. You just you always want you want it to be, you know, at least tech technically a, as good as possible. And you know we're, we're like we're miscuing punches and kicks, and you know when I'm hitting a guy, they know I'm hitting them. That don't think I'm not. But you know it's like. It takes two to tangle,
0: right? You know, it's about a month after this, um, this airs on September 14th, but it happened on September 1st, 1992 and October 12th is when you would drop the belt to Bret Hart. So you didn't have it very long. And I'm wondering, do, do you think the bloom was off the rose for you with the WWF after this night, or maybe was it off the rose for Vince with Ric Flair? Because he I came to you that, a month later that. and said hey i'm going a different direction right yeah
1: well i think it was at a point remember hogan was gone now i mean you know you know you have they had a hell of a run but hulk hulk's not there anymore right piper's not there anymore <laughs> you know what i mean you start losing some players and it's like you, you hear about it in the nfl and you hear about it in the major league baseball the, the, the things they call the rebuilding time, like the Lakers are rebuilding around LeBron, you know what I mean? And, and and he had to figure out a way to start rebuilding it because we all have, I mean, I had more mileage on me than anybody, but Randy had been there a long time and he had a hell of a run.
0: What do you remember uh, Randy's reaction being to Vince McMahon telling him to go do it over again?
1: Uh, I don't think he was very happy with it. Yeah. No, It didn't cause any problem between me and Randy. Right. You know, we just, we were trying our hardest. But once again, I'm telling you guys, unless you experienced it. Now, if Elizabeth were with him right now, it would have been an entirely different match. And with the crowd going. And if you don't believe me, when, you, when they talk about the match with Steamboat and and Randy, which was, you know, a, a considered a classic and all that yes but if you look at the components between elizabeth and george animal steel there's five people in that match yeah does that make sense
2: mm-hmm.
1: and 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 you 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 take george steel elizabeth out of it all the match is as false finishes right Did you know what i'm saying which which isn't bad but this is just we're just out there struggling trying to get around and we're We're doing, we're just, we're our our chemistry. That wasn't good. Um, our work probably was considered average in this and that that's why he elected to to start it over again.
0: On the way to this show, there was a SummerSlam preview show. And while you might not have had a match at SummerSlam, you did on the preview show, you wrestled Tito Santana in a 15 minute match that the wrestling observer absolutely loved there was a lot of debate once upon a time, um, about Tito and what could have been, and there were even interviews where, you know, people would say, uh, oh, yeah, it came down to Brett and Tito. what do you think of Tito as an in-ring performer and could he have had a run at the top of the cards?
1: Oh, I thought he was great. I love Tito Santana. Yeah. He's a really good athlete to outside of wrestling. Yeah. Tito and I had good chemistry. I like working with him.
0: Uh, there was another man, and, and he's really a nice guy. I think he's uh last I heard, he was a school teacher in the Northeast. Yeah, he so, sure is. Talk to me about uh, the first ladder so, match. You
1: see, we're we're putting the work in the match here.
0: Oh, big time a suplex on the floor. Come on, man.
1: No, but and I mean, you knew I to had, had a deal. I helped Randy, he pressed me a little bit. I mean, it, it, but if you look at the crowd, they're just not budging,
0: right. You know, sometimes, uh, they say, you know, some days the fish aren't biting, meaning, you know, you can go out there and do everything right. And you're just not going to catch a fish and it's not, cause you did anything wrong. They just weren't biting that day. Is that one of those crowds right here? The fish aren't biting. Um, I absolutely would say so. <laughs>
1: yeah. That'd be, that'd be just a minor.
0: I mean, look at there, a backdrop on the floor and yeah. okay. That kid's clapping. It, it it's, uh, it's a little odd to see a crowd on their hands like this.
1: I know certainly because you weren't trying. Yeah. Who knows?
0: Let me ask you about the ladder match. The first ever WWF ladder match happened around this era, Bret Hart yeah. and Shawn Michaels. Do you remember hearing about that at the time? What'd you think of that concept? Um,
1: I didn't know what to think of it. But ultimately, I, I think it's considered a, a classic. You know, I, I said it before, but I, I said it more or less with a joke. But, but Shawn Michaels, I just said, uh, and I, everybody took it wrong. I said, yeah. Shawn Michaels, it was Shawn Michaels having a match with a ladder? Yeah. Would Shawn Michaels have a match, you know, where people say Rick and wrestle, flick can wrestle with a broom? Right. So, so, could, so could Shawn Michaels. You know, because Razor and I, neither one of them. It's like when I wrestled Edge in the ladder matches. That What could I do? You know, I don't do that kind of stuff. Razor certainly didn't. You know what I mean? Right. How about that? A drop kick in the back. Holy cow. Is that possible? Is that a drop kick or a
0: knee? I like a drop kick to me.
1: Me? What an athlete I was.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who would stop this? See? See, now it's three against one yes well this is the final one
2: yeah this, this is, is the second match
1: this is the second match yes oh okay i was gonna thank guy didn't play the first one i thought this looked better
0: <laughs> no the uh the first one never aired anywhere oh thank god
1: <laughs> yeah this is not a bad match at all now
0: but still the whole
1: thing was about the, the interference issue you know what i mean yeah, he wanted Randy to really be selling the leg. And I don't think he thought Randy was selling it enough. I, I certainly didn't think he was.
0: <clears throat> well, this is a, uh, a big opportunity for razor Ramon. He's going to get to brush up against the main event here. And now the figure four is on, you see a few people get to their feet and he's going to fight this for like two minutes. And ultimately this is going to be the finish mm-hmm. when you come back through the curtain, the second time here, Rick is Vince happy then. Yes. Okay. Yep.
1: Yep. I don't remember I, I certainly would remember him not being. He, he he had no problem. And by the way, was I invite why wasn't I invited to his birthday party? What in the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he thinks I can be um what do you call the word I used with him I'll be um discreet?
0: <laughs> oh, there you go what's it discreet <laughs> you can't be discreet he's right
1: i should have been at that party though damn it come on
0: i agree you should have been i'm his biggest
1: fan <laughs> even though it even though he doesn't like scenery john be around me
0: <laughs> oh yeah everybody has a good time with you dude come on
1: <laughs> no sometimes too good a time
0: sometimes too good i've been in trouble for that <laughs> I'll be in trouble for that this weekend. I'm sure.
1: (laughs) No, you won't. Cause she'll be right there. Yeah, I'm going to come in a day early just to hang out with you (laughs) Friday. What what time? I got bad news for you. What time you land on Thursday?
0: Uh, I'm. I'm. We're. We're doing the bus thing again. We got (laughs) a driver, so we'll get there in the evening, late evening. You taking the bus again? Yeah. What about the airplane you just bought? Well, this is easy to transport this amount of people and this amount of stuff.
1: What are you bring with you?
0: Uh, uh our friend of the show, Cassio kid, uh stupid ass Dave Silva, uh, my lovely oh, wife.
1: Dave's coming too.
0: Cassio. Kid. Yeah, I mentioned Cassio. Oh, Clint Beckley, who you know, you referenced yeah. earlier. And of course, uh, Clint's there. And Rod Wagner. He's my dude. He's our he's our oh my driver. My good buddies. Will there be
1: any liquor on the bus?
0: Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Uh, Josh wants to know, I've been wondering, LA, this we're years. going in
1: early <laughs> <laughs> We're going in Thursday.
0: I think we're getting close to the, uh, the finish here.
1: <coughs> See, you Let's know what ahead. I would
0: have done here? What the only would thing you
1: do? I would have changed is at the end with both razor and is razor still out there, right?
0: Track the audio here, Steve. This is the finish.
1: Well that was the slowest damn con I've ever seen in my life. That was ridiculous. I had him earlier.
0: We can kill it now. I just wanted people to hear Bobby Heenan freaking out. It was one of the best parts of your first WWF title win. One of the best parts of your second WWF title win. Pretty cool moment, man, that,
1: that match actually wasn't too bad.
0: No, it was a good match. It was weird that the fans were on their hands for it, but yeah, it was a good match, passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. If you could change one thing about your home, what would it be? A new kitchen, a new master bath, maybe put in a pool. What if you could do it with no money out of pocket and cheaper monthly payments? Save with conrad.com can help. And you can even skip your next two house payments NMLS number six, five zero eight, four equal housing lender. Save with a Great question. I've been wondering this for years, Rick. Why did you only have one singles match on pay-per-view in your first WWE run? There were six pay-per-views, one singles match with Macho Man at mania. And also the two Saturday nights, main event matches were both tag matches. Thanks. As always. That's a great question. I don't know that I ever put that together either one singles match on pay-per-view and it was WrestleMania.
1: You know, I don't know the answer to that either. Maybe he's maybe thinking, I, maybe, Hey, we're not going to have maybe Rick Law Maybe once? I wasn't drawing money. Like you thought I would.
0: I'll shut up. No, you just, you never know. That's true I
1: guess. You got to remember that there a bit it Randy and I were probably the two and Piper were all just regular sized guys. I mean was it, 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 the, the company'd been around big guys. Right. And, you, know, the, you know I, I never I, the thing that I regret, I never got a chance to, I, got, I did wrestle Brett a lot. I, did, I never got to wrestle DiBiase while I was there who you know is you know going to go down in history as one of the best of all time. So there were clearly other guys for me to be to work with. But well, we could have had a great match, but great matches don't always sell tickets. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. But I, I certainly enjoyed my time there, and then of course, yeah. the return worked out to be, oh, uh, just another, <laughs> another ride to who knows where. Well,
0: I know where we're going,
1: but, but, but look, look at how much smaller Randy is there as opposed to when he came to
0: WCW. Oh yeah. He was a weightlifter when he came to WCW. he was a bodybuilder. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, next week we're going to be doing ask Nate anything, which is maybe my favorite format with Rick. If you've got a question, oh, I love that. It, it's so easy to do. Just go find us one right now, uh, on Twitter. And if you haven't found us on Twitter, well, what's the deal, man? Come on, go find us on Twitter. And we're going to have a post-up you can ask literally anything you want at to be the man pod on twitter that's at to be the man pod on twitter uh, rick will retweet it i'll retweet it we want to hear from you and we want to see you this saturday it's 12 30 at uh, central time 1 eastern it's on fight as well it's moneyformongo.com that's moneyformongo.com it would mean a lot to uh rick myself our whole podcast family and of course the mcmichael family all the donations go directly to Mongo. We're gonna have a big time this weekend in Chicago, Rick, but I had fun today, man, watching you and Randy Savage. Me too. Me Thank up.
1: you. I always, it's always a pleasure. Um, I enjoy these. It's fun to look back. You know, when you think I've been in this 50 years, next month, 50 years from Where scrap and George Gadaski to the last or three weeks or what a month ago with, uh, Andrade and, uh, Jeff and, uh, Jay, Jay, I mean, you know, it's really hard for me to think um it makes it more difficult obviously the, the thing with Sean was special but make no mistake I mean I still hear about it it it's all I heard in Houston was the last match so that's very nice of you guys to put me in that position again
2: oh Always gosh I appreciate
1: oh. it and really how many guys ever get to have a last match
0: right with, I agree
1: with, with with a farewell like that
0: it was fantastic Hope you guys will. Where, 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 where are we going to celebrate
1: fifty years of Flair on the actual day?
0: Well, I'm, I bet there's a, a steakhouse named Gibson's not too far away that has your name on it. Maybe. No, no,
1: I'm talking on the 24th.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm going to be wherever you are, and we're going to tear it down. Yeah, I will be sending you transportation. <laughs> <best. laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Hey, in the meantime, if you want to catch up on some wrestling, let me recommend IWTV.live. That's IWTV.live. It's independent wrestling's premier streaming service for live events and video on demand of past events. If you saw Wheeler Utah versus Daniel Garcia on AEW, check out IWTV.live as they had an even better match for the IWTV title. And you can check out the likes of Eddie Kingston, Masato Tanaka, Jonathan Gresham, and so many more. For just 10 bucks a month, IWTV.live offers 20 plus events streamed live each month from top independent wrestling. And just this past week, they had 10 live events. That's a bucket event. There's no better value in wrestling streaming today. Also as an IWTV.live subscriber, you have immediate access to our extensive library of over 13,000 hours of video on demand content coming from over 300 independent wrestling promotions from all around the world including Beyond Wrestling, Prestige Wrestling, Absolute Intense Wrestling, and H2O. You can watch IWTV.live anytime, anywhere on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV Stick, and of course, all the mobile apps for Apple and Android devices. No long-term contracts needed. Just go to IWTV.live and subscribe today for just 10 bucks a month. That's IWTV.live. And of course, in the meantime, go get yourself some Ric Flair drip and some woo wings. Hell yeah. Let's get high
1: on Ric Flair Drip. Go woo on a bitch. Yeah.
0: See you next week.
1: Yes, sir. Woo. Woo.
0: Get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com.